choke me to death. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. So what? What's wrong with being sexy? Hello and welcome to 2021. My name is Joseph Frisch. It's the only show attempting to find 20 greatest movies in the 21st century. We'll get around to it one of these days. With me, as sometimes usual, it's the shark, alerted man, uh, L1 today, L Uno. <laughs> What's going on, man? I am well, and you? I am. Um, I'm okay. I am. Uh, I am uh, in, a, in a weird spot right now. Uh, I guess I could just <laughs> explain that, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I was gonna say, man, that that was almost enough honesty to to make me a little uncomfortable. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, we're we're from the U.S., so the the only acceptable answers to uh, to how are you to say, are, are okay or good or I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't like that. I, uh, that's the Tom Segura bit where he says, like, you know, the only thing you're supposed to say to me is, I'm I'm good or I'm fine. Like that's you're that's what you're right, are, yeah. are, are all right. Uh, I'm I'm going to change that. I am going to be honest, Joe, from now on. Uh, well, hey, though, speaking, you're, <laughs> you're not, ahead, you're no, not blazing. Any, you're not blazing any trails, though. I mean, all you're doing is turning into an old person. Because, like, you know, you know how that is. Like, you know, somebody who's under, say, sixty, you're pretty safe in saying "How are you?" because you know they're going to respond with "Okay, fine, whatever." Yeah, they start um, somebody over sixty. Right, yeah, you ask them and they'll actually tell you how they are, and, and nobody wants that. Well, um, no, I'm not ever going to talk about my ailments necessarily. It'll be like existential or like philosophical <laughs> ailments, more more or less. Ex- uh, you know, um, uh, yeah. I was okay I, I, until I'm Mercury ar- got in retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having like artistic weird times. Uh, so oh, that, that's the oh, only thing I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to talk about my hip or the fact I'm having surgery soon and... Uh, a bunch of other things like that. No, right, uh, right. I am uh, literally making the final cuts to three knee deep. Like there's, I'm gonna finish up when I get off of here, um, and then I might, you know, there's like a couple credit things to do, some just really simple bloody blue before it gets sent off to the world. So I'm, I'm uh, nervously anxious. Uh, I'm not sure, and I just finished writing. My newest script, I'm getting ready to start on another one, which I'm actually getting paid to write, which is interesting. Um, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then I simultaneously have to work on uh, a third one for uh, a company. Um, uh, anyway, so I'm, I'm just kind of in limbo right now. I've, I've, I almost don't want to finish the movie because <laughs> I've worked on it so long. <laughs> I was kind of well, looking at it like, what am I supposed yeah. to do here? It's... it's I'm days away from finishing this thing. What am I? It's going to be over. I can't, you know. When I when I finally say, well, that's it. Don't. <laughs> There's no more tinkering. Um, you know. So it's a weird spot. But yeah, what were you going to ask? Well, just yeah, I, just that that age old question. I mean, you know, is it ever really done? You know, I mean, can you? Can at some point do you just have to kind of cut your tie and? You know, oh, I think so. I think world, you can't be you, know? uh, you can't be George Lucas. You can't be going back every little bit and saying, "Well, I wish I would have done this, and I wish I would have done that." Because of course, there's lots of things I would do differently. But uh, that's part of this movie's charm. I thought was that it was shot in 20 days, um, and it's an indie that doesn't. It's it's its goal is to be an indie that doesn't feel like an indie. Um, yeah, you know, in scope and range and. Uh, uh, just boldness of the movie. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I'm just in a weird spot where I finished writing. I'm getting ready to finish the last touches of a three-year <laughs> movie process. Um, getting ready to write something else, but I'm not sure what it is. I know what one of them is. So, yeah, I'm just in a, a weird limbo. <laughs> I love that. So we shot this movie in 20 days, and it took us 17 years to complete it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it took a yeah. year just of all the audio, just because the insane amount of uh, of audio things in it alone. That's not true. I took breaks during summer because I'm not a a hole. I'm not gonna just uh, sit on a computer during summer break with my family. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's there. So I'm a little a uh, little odd about feeling. Hey, the doc, if you haven't noticed by now, listener, 
Um, the doctor is up in uh, Springfield. Visiting, yeah, he is not in. He's visiting Homer and and uh, Mo, Marge Mo, and Mo Tavern Marge and Bart <laughs> doing the Bart Man <laughs> over at Springfield Elementary. <laughs> he's going to do a presentation in Mrs. Krabappel's class. I thought he was going to pick at the Burns' power plant and. Ah, oh, that could be. That could be. Let's go to Springfield. I, uh, uh, Mike Reese spoke. Catch some, uh, go catch ahead. some three-eyed fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike Reese spoke at my uh, alma mater, and um, he did, gave a presentation there, and I uh, hung around and talked to him uh, afterwards. Mike Reese is a very, if you're not a, uh, immersed in Simpsons lore, Mike Reese is like a, one of the best Simpsons showrunners writers that kind of ever was he was there for the golden age of the simpsons and uh steered most of those shows in the right direction hilariously funny uh funny man um but anyway i talked to him and springfield is very close <laughs> to uh to where we were and so is uh what's springfield's rival town uh in the simpsons oh yeah shelbyville shelbyville <laughs> and we were near we were basically in between springfield and shelbyville illinois Right. And, uh, and um, he was like, holy crap, I had no idea there was actually a Shelbyville next to a Springfield. You guys your whole life have probably been like, that's us, that's our Springfield. There's no denying we it. We don't have an ocean, but otherwise that's us. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, Mike Reese, very, uh, very funny man, very encouraging man. I wish I would have listened to Mike Reese. Back in the day, it was my first thought of like, oh, yeah, somebody has to write all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> somebody yeah, has to right. do those things. Uh, and it really did kind of spur my uh, my ambition to write uh, at the time. Um, other things happened and music happened and life happened. Right. But, uh, sure. but anyway, <laughs> I'm guessing you're not a uh, big uh, Game of Thrones, <laughs> not watching the new House of Dragon, probably. No, you know, it's not uh, um, not because they're not paying me a check like they are you guys to say their name every HBO, episode. HBO Max, yep. Yeah, but I've I've not had HBO, and I don't know I don't know if I've ever had HBO. Um, well, I guess okay. I probably did at some point, but you know, like I don't know, I was a kid probably, so yeah, yeah. I haven't had HBO in a long time, but didn't see the stuff uh, back when it was not avoiding uh, it, don't dislike it, just sure, didn't sure. didn't catch it. Yeah, well, we'll wait till uh, the doctor is back to talk about that old House of Dragons. My understanding is people weren't happy with the uh, what the last season as a whole or the end or they didn't like the last couple episodes. Now you will often hear people say that last season sucked, but they're right. really wrong about that because the first four episodes of that last season are dynamite television, and then most of the rest of it is okay. They just basically rushed one character's ending. It was literally like they had it planned for another season, and then we're like, ah, you know what? Let's just have her turn bad right now. <laughs> no. I mean, there was a little bit of, you know, foreshadowing, but not really. It was just like, we need her to be bad, so let's just make her bad. Okay. Uh, so people thought it was undeserved, uh, the ending, the last, the last two episodes. And I, gotcha. I, I would agree with them. Yeah, it's very like, huh? Wait, what? Is this the same show? <laughs> yeah, what happened? What happened? But there's a episode. Uh, this is gonna sound. Once when I describe it, you'll be like, "Well, I'm never watching this." There's a horde of uh, <laughs> of ice zombies that the right. night that the Night King uh, has. Winter has finally come, and the Night King and his army has has attacked Winterfell. And uh, that I don't know what the episode name is, but that episode is just. It's just like tension on a screen. <laughs> it's like an hour and five minutes of, of uh, holding your, biting your nails and holding your stomach. So I uh, disagree hmm. with it being a bad last season. And yeah, I that wait. sounds like a better Led Zeppelin song than a TV show to me. <laughs> well, they liked it. You know, uh, the uh, I wondered if if Led Zeppelin had seen that uh, the Northman movie I liked so much. <clears throat> because it really is kind of like a Led Zeppelin song came to life. <laughs> Leans into it heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Plant sitting back being racist, just like watching it. It's like, oh, yeah, it could have been me there. 
Uh, he said some really bad things. I heard some really bad things about the Chili Peppers recently. I was like, oh, that doesn't. Oh, really? That's I, I don't know if I've ever heard anything real good about them. But what's the latest? What's doesn't the latest? Surprise bad? me. Well, it's not latest. Like it's uh, apparently they they wrote this in a book in like a tell-all book in like, the nineties or yeah. early early two thousands about just them uh, badgering women into sex and. Touching themselves and grabbing people where they shouldn't be grabbing them and slapping things they shouldn't be slapping on people where they shouldn't be slapping them. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of shocking, know. you know, for a band that, that once dressed as in just socks on stage. <laughs> yeah, it's real. <laughs> I can't real I, stretch, I hard time imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a... Uh, Sometimes you feel like there's a, you know, the only difference between them and the insane clown posse is the makeup. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you're safe if you go to one of those juggalo things. I hear you're real safe there. (laughs) Yeah, I hear that too. If you you have to tell me that it's safe somewhere, I don't really think I should go. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, man. East Nashville is safe now. You can go down there. It's gentrified. It's you're less likely to get stabbed than you were. Yeah, don't tell me anything is safe. I'm not. I'm. I'm automatically going to be suspicious of what you're talking about. Oh boy, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that does kind of raise suspicions. Yeah, anytime that uh, you yeah. know you get that that warning right up front. You know, we were actually. I was in Miami one time. And we got a warning from uh, from their their state's attorney, their prosecutors. Like, well, about seven o'clock, I'd be back at the hotel, and don't, blah blah blah. It's like, holy cow, <laughs> that wow. seems a little unreasonable to me, and especially you know, given the source. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, I've been a few places and been told things like that. Like, hey man, you're cool here, but about not right before nine o'clock, you you need to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, things like that. Well, like, what? <clears throat> I've been told places like that, but it was never like, you know, as as applied to an entire, you know, metropolitan area. You know, it was like Mm -hmm. this particular bar, you need to make sure would, you know, (laughs) pack up your crap and get out of here when you're done. Oh, no, this would be like street, uh, you know, street activity, like street, I don't want to say parties, but certain cities are just known for having, uh, (laughs) you know, places you can just hang out in the street and people just kind of party out there and dance and there's bands playing everywhere. Uh, right, but, th- but then they tell you, like, listen, nine p.m. comes, you don't need to be here anymore. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. Very much told, which, which works out at my age. You know, heck, I want to be in bed by ten anyway. So if I'm going to be yeah, man, yeah, I, there you by know, nine. yeah, me walking around there, I used to I was a musician at the time, and I would be thinking like, man, what a gig! You get to you get to be done by eight. You yeah, right. Home by nine. I don't. Most places that want to hire me are like, so we start at ten, you end at two. I'm like, no, no, it's not happening anymore. You know, there has been. I was talking to a guy. I think this weekend about about that very thing. There has been this shift. You know, I'm mean, used to. We always got nine to ones. You know, eight to twelve, mm-hmm. nine to one, ten sure. to two. Um, and then all of a sudden the wineries came about them. So we got afternoon gigs and you could play two shows in a day, mm-hmm. but now the bars have all started moving up their start times. Um, we're starting yeah. anywhere between four to four and 7 PM at taverns, which is great on the one hand, but it knocks down. Now you can't do an afternoon show and a night show in the same day. Sure. You, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> I like that personally, but, uh, but yeah, I get the, I get the rub there too. Speaking mm-hmm. of music, uh, probably wouldn't interest you, but uh, if you're not checking out um, this new album called uh, The Cheat Code by Danger Mouse and Black Thought, uh, you should be. Man, it's good. It's so good. Are those the guys that spell mouse like the German way? No, no. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's not them. Danger Mouse is a producer. Um, uh, you might know him from Gnarls Barkley. He was part of Gnarls Barkley. Um kind of a legendary producer over the years but he uh black thought from the roots uh and he have made an album called cheat code and of course every other song has someone else guessing on it all very good all very original uh it's like late 90s wu-tang a lot of soul music samples and uh just very groovy 
groovy stuff and some real bangers on there that are really fun too. So uh, I just wanted to mention that real fast. If there's anybody out there into uh, into some hip hop. Um, also, I don't think you're into this one. I know you're not into this one, but I got to mention it because uh, it's starting this. Uh, when this comes out, I think it'll be tomorrow. The next day, it'll be Thursday. Uh, Amazon's Lord of the Rings show starting this Thursday. They have now. Listen, if I uh, talked bad about Gray Man, like they have spent, I think over a half billion dollars. On oh this. my god! <laughs> oh I my want, god! I want to say it's seven hundred million. Jeez! Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean that's that's more than like the GDP of most countries in the world. <laughs> well, that's I think insane. They, I think they had to spend like half a bill just to get the rights to Tolkien's uh, library of work. Well, that's probably true. Yeah. Um, and then the two hundred mil is for how many ever episodes it is. Probably two ten episodes would be my guess. Um, they did a cinematic preview. Um, for uh, critics, hey, why can't we get into these things? By the way, we have a show. This is legit. We're on uh, radio. We're on um, uh, <laughs> we're on podcast. Why can't we get into these things? Well, I think uh, you, you just need to need to design us a press pass and print us some out, and oh. and we're good to go. Oh, is that up to me? <laughs> yeah, I know you. Yeah, well, probably... I mean, or whoever, whichever one of us has got a printer, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm uh, <laughs> well. I know those things are a scam. Um, uh, um, but yeah, you'd probably sell your Lord of the Rings pass. No, they had a uh, screening, and apparently, uh, the first two episodes are just glorious. And if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, they said uh, within a few moments you will, you you will you will eat un you will your attention will go away. You know you'll say, oh, it's okay, it's gonna be good. <laughs> um, so uh, that's that's uh, good news. I was worried about it and of course there's a bunch of um oh hateful people that call themselves tolkien fans who are not happy about it but uh i always say those are those are just a few people that enraged a few more people on twitter i don't think those the <laughs> those people don't really matter i don't think they're real um they're bots <laughs> yeah more or less yeah uh, <laughs> Yeah, figuratively I, or literally, either way, bots. But what I what I wanted to talk about today, mostly, um, <laughs> mostly, uh, is <laughs> couldn't sleep the other night. Got up uh, in the middle of the night, and uh, and I was you know flipping around like, ah, is there anything? Can I watch anything at one in the morning? Now, usually if you're watching something at one in the morning, it's all you got to do is you kind of get into it no matter what it is, right? You're like, well, let's, let's yeah. see. Yeah. So I see <clears throat> that just at midnight came out this new Sylvester Stallone movie <laughs> called Samaritan or The Samaritan. Oh, yeah. wait, before we get into Samaritan, I'm, I know I'll get back to it. Have you seen the trailer for the, uh, I don't know who made it, some, you know, some Republican-backed pack of some sort. But there's this movie coming out called My Son Hunter. Have you seen anything about this? My Son Hunter. Oh, my. Wait, see, yeah, maybe maybe one of you guys said something to me, because that's familiar. But no, I've not seen the trailer. So, if yeah, you what do we can, got? Uh, oh, man, we need Rob here so mad. Because <laughs> we need to pull up this trailer. So we can listen to it. I probably could on my TV, but then I would uh, I would lose what I have on there, which is what we were going to talk about, and uh, it would it wouldn't pick it up from here anyway. Uh, my son Hunter is this um, you know Republican backed movie with uh, Gina Carano's in it. It looks so horrible, but anyway, it's uh, 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 <laughs> it's got a bunch of you know people you don't know. And it's got, it basically looks like a mob movie. And like Biden is the godfather. And, <laughs> and the perplexing thing is like, well, is he old and feeble and stupid? Or well, that's is he right, a, like, yeah. Or is he this demanding Don of a godfather? So it's just got like scenes of him like being very, uh, you know, godfatherish and, you know, being like, that's fine as long as I get my billion. 
I can see at the, at the end of it, Biden, like, you know, it's like Kaiser Sose, he stops limping as he walks out of the police station. And <laughs> he was playing them all along. He was a genius. Oh, man. I mean, <clears throat> it's not that far. <laughs> he looks so horrible. Oh, my God. Oh, you know, speaking of stuff coming out, uh, uh, new Ted Lasso is coming soon. Oh, hey. Yeah, know, so we all got something are, to yeah. feel good about. And I know Dan you are. has got the trifecta coming. Um, he's got new season of Rick and Morty's, I think, Sunday. Um, nice. And that's got everybody wound up, and they've promised to get back to standard, classic, good old Rick and Morty adventures. No more of this <laughs> anime Two Crows stuff, which I kind of liked it on the rewatch. You know, the first time it was like, man, that's Ben. What are they doing? But, you yeah. know, you watch it second, third time, it's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's funny, <laughs> probably. Cool. Um, and then he's got the new show, uh, Crapopolis, coming out. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's supposed to hit here in the next couple of weeks. Um, man, oh, and man. And then, once again, you know, the community, community movie, movie rumors yeah. are still, I mean, I keep, they're not rumors, I guess, at this point. Um, I keep seeing you know, headlines. It's a matter of who's going to give us money. Huh. All right. Well, I'm not going to. <laughs> Well, you know what I was, and I was wondering this. So, I, and I saw, I think I, I might have sent you guys this. I don't remember if I did, or I might have started to and then didn't. Um, there's a Chevy Chase Dan oh, Aykroyd movie yes. in production. Yes, and I'm just kind of wondering if maybe that's like, well, let's see if Chevy can play nice right now, and if he can, maybe we'll bring him back from the dead. For I don't know, I don't know. Could be. Could be he if he uh you know like I've t- said before on here when he when I've heard him on shows talking about it he is very like I don't even know what we got in a fight about I I adore Dan he's a great guy I know he adored me like I don't it was not a big deal he, you know to him anyway he kind of. Uh, but he seems to have be become very open about those things and just admit, yeah, I was a jerk about this, right. that, or the other. <laughs> like, um, right. And uh, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I hope I, you could be right. It doesn't look like a good movie. I don't want to see. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll I'll go back and watch Spies Like Us again before I'll watch that one. <laughs> yeah, you know, for sure. Oh, so anyway, let's get back to it. Let's paint the picture for the folks at home who are left listening. That's who right. Reali- who realized Rob wasn't here? <laughs> well, I just need some. Uh, I just need to click my mouse in the background a little bit, and uh, <laughs> Rob's always got that clicking going on. Please, but yeah, look up my son. Uh, my son Joe, or wait, what? My son Hunter. <laughs> my son Hunter. Uh, my son Joe. My son Joe. My three sons. Uh, yeah, I think if you believe the right, I mean, Biden's dad would have had to been what in the Revolutionary War. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, um, so one in the morning, can't sleep, come downstairs. I don't have a big house. It's just a few stairs. I'm gotta paint. If I'm painting the picture for everybody, i got to paint it. <laughs> come it's, like, it's not bad, though. It's like four stairs, right? Yep, that's exactly right. It's four stairs. I just don't want to paint the picture that I have some big, that I'm some Richie Britchie. <laughs> With some big two-story house. That's all I'm trying to get at. I mean, it's not not like going upstairs at Doc Woolridge's house or anything. No, it's not like a flight of uh, stairs that have, like, nothing between them. You know what I'm talking about? They're dangerous. You're like, look at them. You're like, uh-oh. And they don't even have a, a rail on them. They're so modern and and cool. They're like, well, I don't this? like that. They that curve. gives me a little vertigo-y fall-down exactly, thing. Yeah, Exactly, yeah. That's, that's the Doc's house. If you go to Doc's house, you're going to get tons of those. Stories and stories. <laughs> I so I find it best just take the elevator. I mean, for real, uh, it's probably the best way to go. Now you do get a good view. I, you know, I got bad legs, but I do like the view because the stairs that go along that glass wall that overlooks his atrium. Right, right. Which is pretty cool out there. He's got the. I mean, I don't know who he brought in there. Uh, He's got a chainsaw sculptor guy who does his does all of his hedges and has them, yeah. Yeah, but he's got like a, uh, well, that's one side of it. But then the other side of it, I don't know if you go to the, I don't know if you've even been to the other side of his house. It's all like Mediterranean themed. Like it's, it's I don't know, it's like he went, he went down to the equator somehow 
and got like plants that grow there and he's got such a uh ecosystem going inside that giant glass uh enclosement in the middle of his house that he's he's got like uh, <laughs> he's got wild exotic plants growing over there well, next I time you've seen that next time you're and over it, there get him to take you in the golf course golf cart uh down across to the other side of his house it's pretty crazy <laughs> Well, he you, took me, we, we took that shuttle, you know, the underground shuttle he's got. Um, yeah, 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 and, yeah. And uh, I think, I think uh, we went out there and visited that, and, and the plants were wild, but it, it, it was, they all look like poison ivy, though, you know? They all, well, they all have that look. He was like, hey, man, leaves of three, let it be. Leaves of four, have some more. I was like, I don't know if that's true or if that's just a joke. But he, uh, when I got that shuttle, man, he was... <clears throat> Listen, I got a thing about uh, about my shoes. I wear real right. nice. I wear real nice shoes. I, I I keep my shoes so clean. I had a nightmare last night. You know what the nightmare was? Got What's dirty. Sh- got dirty shoes. Dirty shoes. <laughs> That's my tension nightmare. I had last night it was I was went somewhere and got. Listen, my, I keep my shoes clean. You could eat off my shoes. My shoes are all right, baby. Um. um <laughs> I got in that shuttle of his. He was like, you got to take shoes off the shuttle. And I was yeah, like, dude, yeah. I was like, dude, you know my shoes. My shoes, are, you could eat off my shoes. They're so clean. He's like, nope. The bottom of your shoes have touched uh, uh, feces and urine. And he named all these things. You know how he is with germs. I do. Yeah, right, right. For the listener yeah. at home that doesn't know about Rob, he's got this thing with germs. Like, I do, too, yeah, like but a, he like is. a Howard Hughes thing, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, his is a little extreme. Like, I, yeah, I lock my door three times before I leave. But I leave, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I leave, right, yeah, yeah. I actually go outside to lock the door. <clears throat> <laughs> but, man, uh, yeah, I was like, dude, Melissa, my shoes are clean. Look at them. And um, he would know. He's like, you got to take them off. You got to take them off. And I was like, well, you know, then I had to. Then he kind of shamed me because I had to uh, admit to everybody it wasn't the fact that uh, I keep my shoes ultra clean. It's the fact that I got really bad. Uh, I got pins in my hips when I'm having my surgery on soon. I can't bend very well. I'm like a freaking tree trunk. I'm I'm stiff <laughs> as a tree. I can't right. bend to get those shoes off. I got to kick them off. And when I kick them off, I'm going to get them dirty. I can't do it. I have a little thing at home that's perfect for me. It's called the sun. <laughs> <laughs> he gets Takes those shoes off. He gets those shoes off for me, no problem. <laughs> I know what you're getting. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. A, shoe, a shoehorn with a long handle, by God. A shoe genie. <laughs> you're right. Shoe genie. Look up the clip for shoe genie if you've never seen shoe genie commercial. No, I'm not. Gilbert Godfrey does the. Uh, he's one of the people that has problems. Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, but yeah, so. Um, um, so yeah, it made me take off my shoes. Uh, I fell over. I was rolling around on the ground trying to get up. Once again, I'm like a log. I guess the fl- flexibility I have, I'm like a big old tree, like a big old oak tree trying to bend. You ever try to bend an oak tree? It ain't that happening. Once, once. Yeah, once. not easy. <laughs> not trying yeah. again, are you? Nope, um, nope, nope. Then, <clears throat> then, of course, I think he realized what was going on. And he felt bad, and uh, and I was like, "Well, if you really want to apologize, you should put my shoes back on." Yeah, put my shoes on, Genie. <laughs> so uh, I could—he did it, but I could tell he was real sore about it. Uh, um, and <laughs> and then by the time we got over there to that jungle, um, it was lunchtime, so I didn't really get to see that much of the poison ivy stuff. Uh, I got you, yeah. It was growing, because he was like, well, let's go to the, uh," he was like, do you want to go out, or do you want to have my chef uh, whip up something in the the chef's kitchen? We can go there. Man, his chef. That guy can make a peanut butter and jelly like nobody (laughs) I've ever known. Like, I I try to live by the motto of, like, you should celebrate your friend's success, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, My friends succeed, I succeed, I think. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think jealousy. I mean, sometimes jealousy is a roadmap to where you want to be, but <laughs> but not with my friends. No, I got I got to celebrate what they got. I'm not ever going to be petty about what they have. But sometimes, 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 I think, man, what it would be like to have Ward's chef. <laughs> oh yeah, at yeah. my disposal. 
I mean, he's got it. Does he live there now? Does he have like yeah, his own cottage yeah, he or does. something? He does. Yeah, he's he's on grounds. He's part of the staff. Yeah, man. So he's just there. I don't. Jesus. I don't even want to think about what he gets paid if he's like. Because he, I've been there before at like one thirty in the morning, and Wara will just be like, "Pierre, get down here. Uh, yeah, we, we want need, we, we want need some, some pizza s'more. rolls. We, pizza rolls. We want pizza rolls. We want like gourmet s'mores." Right. Pierre will just there he will show up and he gets to it and uh you know forty five minutes later and I feel bad for the guy because like I I was a chef for many years I worked in uh, fine restaurants and it takes time to make something from scratch you can't just go into a kitchen and 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 just do it right and it'll no, be like no. you know thirty five <clears throat> minutes will go by and Woolridge will be like what the f-? I'm censored myself what the f-? Pierre, <laughs> Jesus, I could have microwaved some Totinos by now. And I mean, he just goes off on him. And I'm like, dude, dude, he's making them from scratch. Like, you know what that takes? You got to you gotta get the flour out. You got to sift it. You got to get the butter. And he's like, Woolridge is always like, butter my ass, Frenchie. <laughs> and he's, I mean, you know, one time Robbie was yelling at him like that. And, I, you know, and I'm, I'm the poor guy's out there picking grams off the tree to make the crackers with. It, it just it's yeah i mean he just needs to give the guy a break because he's an amazing chef no doubt he's an amazing chef and you shouldn't have uh, he really needs he should probably well he could afford it he should probably hire on another uh sous chef for him because you can't have a guy making a pizza from scratch simultaneously uh uh, uh <laughs> making some type of dessert item whatever i Said he ordered. I don't even remember what it was now. Oh, you got gourmet, uh, deconstructed gourmet s'mores. That's what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you can't do those two things at once and expect it within no, 40 minutes. No. And I don't know about you, but I kind of felt like the truffles were overkill. A little bit much. Yeah. A little bit much. And, you know, the caviar at Rob's place is never good. I mean, my monkey hates his caviar. No, I've seen him. I've seen him just take scoops of it and just throw it around. Of course, Rob yeah. doesn't care because he's got a cleaning no. staff. They just come right. pick up after everybody, monkey included. Um, now, it's weird, though, that he lets you bring your monkey, but he makes me take off my shoes. I really... Uh, you know me. I don't let my socks do the talking. <laughs> well, see, that's... I, I get around... Uh, and here's the thing. Rob's shoe rule. So, like, you know... Your shoes are real clean. My shoes ain't all that clean, but Cleanest. you know my feet are way worse than my shoes. You know, it's not so much that I'm I'm protecting Robbie's carpet from my feet by wearing shoes is what I'm doing. Ah, and, you're uh, protecting the world from your feet. So you're, exactly, you're exactly, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I have been told and uh, um, uh, that I have uh, elegant, beautiful feet. <laughs> Nobody's but ever I, told uh, me that. Uh, but I keep I. You know why though? Uh, because I keep them under wraps. Well, that's me, yeah. They never yeah. see the light of day, so they are very... Uh, oh, they're some, some angel feet. That's what they are. <laughs> I see, for me, man, taking off your shoes is like pooping. That's a very private thing, you know? Well, I'm with you because I'm such an oak of a man. <laughs> it's, a new, it's what people are going to start calling me. The oak of a man. I like it. <laughs> From now on, that's it. <laughs> He's the oak of a man. I'm start giving myself names like uh, 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 what's his name, Truman. Um, Cause like Big Wood or you know. <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so man, yeah. Now I'm thinking about those Pierre's uh, s'mores. They're hard to get off s'mores. the brain. They are they really good. Are. Yeah, I de- re- yeah, deconstructed. That's the way to go. <clears throat> now, Rob told us that like the he gets the chocolate imported uh, from somewhere, Switzerland or something like that. Yeah, that right? well, it's real. Yeah, it's real chocolate. It's not that not this stuff we have here with all the syrup and everything in with it. Wax. Yeah, it's actual chocolate. Yeah. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> Hold on a second. Although you know any European who says that the U.S. can't do cheese ain't been uh, ain't been around Wisconsin. Those guys do do cheese pretty good. What? So you ever notice that most of the time, dirty jokes? It's not the punchline that's dirty; it's the setup that's dirty. So like you can tell the punchlines all day, like you know, like two, but don't ask me how they got in there, or uh, 
you know, but honey, this one's eating my popcorn. Or, yeah, you think I wanted a 12-inch pianist? Um, it, you know, perfectly clean. You don't have to censor any of that. But if you you're tell right. the setup to you're those right. jokes, I mean, you're hashtag cancel Bradley, you know? <laughs> Sorry, I had to go check on something. I, uh, no, no go. worries, no worries. I just threw a stage joke in yeah, there. Yeah, I, I like that. not anything else to say. I like that. <laughs> I appreciated it. That way I don't have to, future Joe doesn't have to cut anything out. <laughs> and see, now you know why I cover people who do stand-up instead of writing my own. <laughs> you just got to remember uh, what you wrote. What you need, you need one of those, uh, what's Rob call that guy that follows him around in his house? That just oh, writes down. Assistant. He just writes down every, yeah, PA. Well, this guy's like a special kind of PA, though, because Rob has a personal assistant, but this is that dude that's always oh, there. The stenographer. Yes, he just like writes down everything Rob says. If Rob has a thought or whatever, he just says it out loud, and and you hear. You, I don't know what his name is. You hear. And Rob will be like, "Did you get that? Did you get that? Read it back to me." I thought he, and then he makes him read it back. Just... And if he's got one thing wrong, he'll be like, "Jesus Christ!" Just go, just go nuts. Just go. Yeah, I know. His temper is so short. Trying to write that down, you. <laughs> See, I, I didn't know that that guy was really, really transcribing anything. I thought he was, I thought Robbie was doing this like multi year Van Wilder bit where he could, because he's always like, write that down, you know? Um, yeah, I, right. yeah, I just, I thought it was a bit. I didn't know it was a real thing. Yeah, that's cool. I, I don't know. I just know he's always around. We do this stuff over the phone, so we don't get to see each other that often. And the last time I was at uh, Rob's house, I barely got to see him. Because uh, it takes so long. Can you, can you even get... really call it a house? I mean, mansion I, I, doesn't really even apply. Estate maybe is. Estate maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's a palatial estate? <laughs> well, I, I, his qualifies. <laughs> okay. I, I know that. I it's kind of like pornography. That... I know it when I see it. <laughs> I, just, I hear that word and it occurs to me, I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> I'll admit it though. I'm not a smarty pants Richie Britches. Uh, I got I got four stairs in my house, man. <laughs> I don't have stories and stories of them in my palatial estate with my well, many... Southern, Southern culture on the skids wrote a song about my house. You know, it has wheels. <laughs> Write that down. Do you Write get that? that? Read it back. Read it back to me. <laughs> my house has wheels. Explanation point. <laughs> I could never Jesus figure out Christ why a stenographer never has a shirt on, though. What's that? I said I can never figure out why a stenographer never has a shirt on, though. That is weird. <clears throat> he's one Isn't of those it? guys. He's like the Chili Peppers. <laughs> it's got to be him. It's got to be free. I don't judge. Now, Robbie I, judges. Robbie's constantly being like, and for the last time, put your shirt on. And then they get into a whole thing. It seems like it's like scripted out though, almost like role playing to me. Well, it does. That's why I thought it was a bit. I mean, the guy goes into the whole sensitive nipples thing and Robbie talks about, you can get nipple guards and the, the guy, the guy's like, those are just pasties. And he's, you know, yep. yep. Free the nipple. He's like, he talks about free the nipple hashtag yeah, on, uh, yeah. on Instagram. Won't shut up about it sometimes. <laughs> no, no. Always going on that. Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. So yeah, it seems like a bit, and I also then I also think would Rob be uh, 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 so uh, frivolous to spend money on this uh, stenographer guy just to ha actually be an actor to uh, do a bit to uh, in front of us just to entertain us? And I think uh, I think he would. Yeah, yeah, he I probably think he would. would. He would. Yeah. So it's definitely a possibility. <laughs> so anyway, it's one in the morning. I can't sleep. I'm downstairs. I don't have a right. Pierre. To, I don't have a Pierre to call. No I don't, uh, now, who's that lady that Rob has that gives massages? <laughs> oh, Brit. Brit? Man, yeah, if, Brit. if I had it. Now, if I had a Brit, that would be the time when I would be like, Brit, come. I remember, I remember the first time uh, Rob was like, hey, this is Brit. You want to rub you down? I was like, whoa. What, what you, whoa yeah, what's going it's on like, here, hey, man? It's like, whoa. hey, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. What is this? What are you talking my, about here? My question was like, well, how much? <laughs> Yeah, he's like, no, no, it's not like that. She's my masseuse, he says. Uh, and he pronounced it weird. I don't even want to attempt how he pronounced it. And uh, uh, he was like, he was like, here, I'll show you. And I just thought it was weird that he wanted to 
wanted us to watch him get a massage from her. It was, it was, but you know, he just like stripped down and got on a table. He's like, "Watch, watch," and he was like, "Brit, I want it deep. Make sure I want it deep. Make it deep, Brit." And she's like, "I'll make it the deep." (laughs) She's got a crazy voice. I don't know where she's from. Well, it was the deep, Mister Bob. It was the weirdest massage table I've ever seen. I mean, I, I'm used to the ones with, you know, like the hole where you put your the face. Hole your head, yes. <clears throat> but I've but never this seen one had a two hole holes in, in it. Yes. <laughs> I've never seen with a hole in the middle. And right, this one, yeah, it was, and, uh, it was odd. You, you could also, like, move the back end of it where it made, like, an S, kind of an S shape. Right, like, right. It's like, what is, what kind of table is this, Rob? Uh, yeah, like, it was strange. Let, let me show you, boys. And I, I remember, think... I think speaking of the boys, I think that's where he got it because it said something about milking table or something on the side of it. So yes, it that's right. Prop, prop from that's, the show. That's right because he's a well, you know, he's a big Homelander fan. Right, he actually, right. He pretends the Homelander is like this horrible, horrible character, but in reality, he's got like little Homelander toys kind of set up around his house. He <laughs> does yeah. Homelander, Homelander number one. Well, and he's got that that whole uh, Homelander storefront uh, stormfront uh, marriage set thing. Yes, you know? it's like a little yes. nativity scene looking deal there. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It's, that's kind of odd. He's got one. You know how many rooms he has? It's like uh, the Shining or something. I went to I, one yeah, room yeah. one day, and it just you know that time that Stormlander and St- Stormlander Homelander and Stormfront had sex and it was all crazy and violent. Uh, right. He he just had that playing on a loop in there. Over and over. And with, like, lighting that was, like, pulsing to the music that was in the show. He's got something going on with Stormfront. (laughs) I think he does. I think he does. It, uh... it, You know, Robbie, there's so many rooms at at Robbie's palatial estate that it's kind of like staying in three hotels at once. It is. You can get a rub down. You can uh, go have a great meal uh, at at a restaurant. Just, Just take don't the get shuttle. poison ivy. Don't get poison ivy in the uh, atrium. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was poison ivy anyway. The leaves were all jagged on it like poison ivy. That's the sign. That's what you got to really look for. There's lots of things with three uh, three leaves, but the poison ivy will be jagged, and the first jag will be longer than the rest of the jags. Now, for me, it's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I was so weird. He was he made a, a Brit rub him down right in front of right. us there. And he was like, uh, you know, you want in on this. And I was just, it was too awkward. I, I, I was like, I would love it because, you know, I can't afford uh, to go get a massage somewhere. Um, it, it was weird because he kept offering you to take the seat underneath the table. And it, I, was, I was like, oh, how's this work? I couldn't visualize that. Yeah, I was like, how's she going to, how's that going to help me? Like right, I don't right. like I want to you know I I I want to massage my legs hurt really bad. You're asking me just kind of like squat down here. It's not not a good good idea at all for me. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, Once again, no. I'm I'm an oak of a man. I couldn't I can't do that. <laughs> I, I mean can't. the chair underneath the table looked nice. It was like that tucked and pleated you know leather you know stuff. But yeah, but I was too stiff to get, I was really too stiff to get down. <laughs> I can I see didn't that, understand how it was, was going to work. I think uh, it must have been like a, a front moving through that day because I was pretty stiff myself. It seemed like everybody was complaining <laughs> about being stiff that day. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, well, it's probably because I fell off. For me, it was because I fell over trying to take my shoes off. <laughs> trying to take your shoes off? <laughs> Stiffened me right up. I never never got unstiff after that moment. Um <laughs> But uh, uh, what time? Well, for it? me, I probably took an extra too many Cialis because I misunderstood which island we were going to. And well, and the masseuse, yes, of course. If you've got an island inside your closet, eh, your closet's too big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This. If you we'll have an island and get on this inside boat. your house, uh, you might be a Woolrich. <laughs> you might be. I mean, it's like Gilded Age over there. It really is. <laughs> I'm sure Robbie the, will appreciate us spilling the tea on all of his uh, <laughs> true his real life. <laughs> no kidding. 
Yeah, he's going to like how we've turned him into a rich douche who lives in a castle. <laughs> I would have me. I tell you what, though. Castle. He would Can't. like the shuttle. He would take the shuttle, though. Well, he's got like, I mean, well, we can't talk about where all that shuttle goes. He's got some secret stuff in there. Like, what? Well, I think one of them goes well, to the uh, cool, cool spoons shop. See, I don't understand it either, though, because if I had, I had, you know, Robbie, Robbie type of money, you know, I'd be living <laughs> in a hollowed out volcano myself. I, oh. That just says style all over it. It really does. It's like part Batman, part supervillain, uh, yeah. part uh, eccentric. Part uh, 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 rich, <laughs> douchey lib, <laughs> and you know, and just you know, consider the fact that you know somebody has got to support the uh, the hollowing out volcanoes industry. Um, those guys just are not getting the work they used to. Well, they're and, going uh, away. So going away you know, fast. that's that's a trade we need to support right there. Well, um, I don't know if we're ever going to get to. Uh, um... <laughs> I tell you what. Let's do. Uh, you got some stand up for Shark. I, don't I know do. How much I do. Time we have a, to get to the thing ready. I wanted to talk about because we really got <laughs> sidetracked on Rob. <laughs> it's palatial estate. We have ten minutes left. <laughs> so let's do a little segment we do called Stand Up for Shark. This is where Shark covers a comedian, and then I have to guess. Uh, who that comedian uh, possibly is. And either way, everybody has fun. Uh, so whenever you're ready, hey July. Hey, everybody. Are you ready to laugh? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the shark. Yeah, what the fuck is up, Denver? How do you like my leather? All leather. Thank you so much for coming out. Oh my God, this is such a big deal for me. I don't know if you guys know this, but this past year I've gotten very rich, uh, famous, and humble. Thank you, thank you. And uh, maybe you caught this. I don't know uh, who saw this. I tweeted out a photo of myself wearing just underwear, nothing but underwear. So thank you, uh, just the women. What the fuck? No, no, it's not too. It's too late, sir. This could have been crumpled up on your floor in the morning, but no, no. I like the idea of this being crumpled up on someone's floor. Having to put this back on in the morning, just like, yeah, and you're like, call me. And then, like, imagine doing a walk of shame in this shit. And you're like, hi, taxi. And they're like, hmm, <laughs> that's actual trash bag. That looks like a glad bag. I feel like every comedian needs to do a leather special, right? Every comic has some special <laughs> where they wear all leather and they regret it later. It's my fucking moment. Leather special. Woo! <laughs> I already fucking regret it. Already. That's very overheated. <laughs> So I tweet out this photo of myself. I'm holding coffee, I'm topless in just underwear, and it goes viral. And it was everywhere, every news show, every website. And that's when I learned the word you don't want people to use when a nude photo of you goes viral. Uh-oh. Brave. <laughs> uh, can you imagine? You take your clothes off in front of someone for the first time, and they're just like, damn, you look mad brave right now. <laughs> Shorty looks empowered. <laughs> Like, no, as if I'm standing there like, I am brave. No, just fuck me. I'm blacking out tonight. I'm fucking blacking out tonight. Anybody else? Yeah. Oh, no. So if you're a real winner, has anyone ever blacked out and been awake when they've come out of it? You know, it's like, uh, it's like you're a time traveler. It's like you're just back in your body like, what are people wearing now? And you just kind of keep moving. Uh, one time in college, <laughs> I came out of a blackout, and there was this stranger going down on me. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I decided to tap him gently so as not to startle him, you know, sir, because I'm laying there and I'm like, what do I know about this guy at this point? I know that he has brown hair. <laughs> I know that he's a hero. He's brave. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why he's brave. And this does not leave this theater. And this does not leave your home. Oh. <laughs> Here's why he's brave. On my pussy's best day, it's not every day. It's almost no day. But you know, you wake up, you're having a good puss day. And maybe you're going to go have a visitor. So in the shower, you're getting very real in there. You know, you pull things back you don't usually. You kind of minority report your own pussy. You get in. It's like Stranger Things. You just get in. You're like, got to find Barb, guys. She's in there. If you have access to a detachable shower head, guess what? I just want you guys to think that that's how big my pussy is. Just like, hmm, it really is after all that. So on its already, on its best day, on its best day, my pussy smells like a small barnyard animal. Small, small, not like a big fucked up llama and... Like chewing and spitting and reeking, like like little, like a goat, you know. 
you just buy the food pellets, you know, and you feed it, and it's like, oh, huh. <laughs> so I want to get a skink. <laughs> See, kind of soon. Kind of soon would be good, because it does smell. And that's on its best day. On its worst day, after a blackout, it's like fucking ISIS. <laughs> you fucked up, guys. It's bad. And you know what? That's fine. That's the nature of a pussy, right? And we're so worried, and we're so ashamed, and our moms never set us down and said, okay, honey, one day you're going to sometimes have homeless pussy. Lights out. Like, no, they don't tell you, and that's just the fucking nature of it. And we're, like, so embarrassed. I know some girls who won't let anybody go down on them. They're just like, no, I don't know what's going on down there. And I'm like, what? Like, I will forward your fucking mail. Go ahead. Go on down. Go down to Puss Town. <laughs> and if that's not your thing, fine. I know. I mean, like, if I ever started dating a guy and he was like, you know, it's not my thing, I'd be like, that's fine. And then I would invite him to go hiking at Red Rocks, and I would push him off a fucking mountain. Um <laughs> But then they want to come up and kiss you, and you go, oh, no, my God, I don't want to do that. You know, me, I'm like, yeah, I love that shit. That's sexy. That's hot. I'm like, mmm, soup. <laughs> I see some of the girls. Some of you guys are like, no. And I, you know, I just wish we were raised more like men, you know, just like, here's an example of how we're different. We're so worried about our pussies, right? Have you ever had a guy come in your mouth and go, does it taste okay? I haven't been drinking a lot of water, and I was a little worried. No, that would never happen because, men, you weren't raised to hate yourselves. You were raised and your parents just like, everything you do is a miracle. And you're like, yeah, everything I do is a miracle. And don't get me wrong. You know, we love you guys. We love your cum. My only complaint, we want more of it. More, more, more. We want to do snow angels in it. Is there anything bad about cum? I can't think of anything. Oh, wait, I just thought of something. If you get even a drop of it in your mouth the rest of the day, you're like, Ugh, and you're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Keep the meeting going. That's awful. Thank you, folks. That's my time. <laughs> Whoa, filthy. Explicit and filthy today. Filthy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with some of that. Uh, that that's uh, uh, I'm, My first uh, thought was uh, Whitney Cummings, who was who I was thinking it was. No, close. But, but then I thought, wait, this sounds more like um, uh, Chelsea Handler. So I don't I, I don't know uh, who is it who I don't think it's either one of them. who is it I, you know it's it's pretty close to Chelsea Handler it's Amy Schumer oh I should so know. a very very close brand of disgusting a little you know a little um, I've got an edge to me and fuck you um, yeah yeah I think those two are are similar enough I'd have a hard time just telling them apart by being read transcripts yeah I hate to say that but when it comes to Amy Schumer. <laughs> I don't mind saying that. Cause yeah, now, it was a she, little, I don't know. She was like really funny when she first hit, and then I don't know. Yes. It all just kind of got old real fast. Yeah, it did. And you could see all of her jokes coming because she, she used to use that, uh, like Ellen, uh, there's a bunch of comedians that use it where it's like uh, joke, uh, joke, but that wasn't actually the joke. The joke, the next joke is coming is the joke. Right. It's a, a horrible way to explain it. I don't have one off the top of my head. <laughs> it's like, well, there. it's kind of like you're telegraphing your punchlines, you know? Yes. Yeah, because it was like, this is the way I tell a joke. So, well, we've got about three minutes left. I was, uh, I, was one, one o'clock in the morning. I come downstairs. I can't sleep. And I watch this movie. And called. you don't have a chef, you don't have a masseuse, I don't have you don't a have chef, a shuttle. I don't have Pierre, I don't have Brit, I don't have a shuttle to take me to any exotic uh, locale uh, to get some kind of, you know, Sean Connery-esque medicine man uh, only found in the jungle of cure-all to get me back to sleep. <laughs> I don't have any of that. Uh, all I got is uh, my couch and uh, a television, maybe podcast. Uh, you don't so have a phar down. pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company like Robbie does that's, that's no nope. curing curing people and solving world problems and nope using that uh, all those exotic plants Sean Connery style a la right. medicine man to extract uh, rare compounds only found in exotic flowers to then um, manufacture on a global scale and just become the richest richest douche you've ever met. It, it was really interesting how he was explaining. It was like, you know, I can sell this pill <laughs> in Zaire for, you know, like three cents, but here in the United States, I'm getting $34 for it. it That's right. It, it was, it, it, he put on this economics PowerPoint and it was, yeah. it was kind of mind blowing. I got lost. And, and he, uh, he like waved his arms around 
like he put him up in the air and he's like, where do you think this comes from? And he pounded his fists on the table. Uh, right, and right. And he exited yeah. the room. And I was like, I guess we're supposed to go home now. I'm not, why did he even ask him anything about his pharmaceutical company? He got off on that weird tangent about about people could just lose more feet before he'd charge less for insulin. And it, it, just, <laughs> it, it was really weird. It's horrible. Horrible. Not the guy I used to know. I don't know no. what's, what's going no. on. I mean, well, it'll be fine when he gets back on the radio show, I'm sure. Cause he... Yeah, yeah, he'll be be the same old Rob back, you know, on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he does. He does a good job of uh, of letting not letting the audience know what he's really like. That, well, that's true, and I, that posh accent, you know, I don't know how he just drops that and slides right into. No, it's more know, than like North Atlantic. Hit. It's it's uh, I don't know it's, I don't know what it is, but it's something. It is. It is. <laughs> it slides I, I, right yeah. back into. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't care what he says. I'm not going to call him Lord Woolridge. I, I just can't. No, he bought a. Uh, he did that thing. He bought a parcel in Ireland. You're so right. He can right. call himself a Lord now. And he's <laughs> and, and, and he was that whole bit. He was like, and I'll buy you guys stars. And it's like, well, I think I'd rather have the title. You know. Yeah, I was like, um, I think. I think I'd rather have a parcel and a title uh, yeah. more than a star. Like, sure, I love a star, but I bet, uh, you know, there's, that's not going to help me do anything. You can't even see them stars without that James Webb telescope anyway. Well, and I, I asked you about, you know, seeing if I could get made a, a colonel, you know, and them Kentucky colonels, and, and he's right. like, dude, you just get a, like, send them 200 bucks and fill out the thing on the website, and, and they send you a certificate back. It's Apparently, yeah. it's like, get, you know, like the... the matchbook preacher thing i got uh, well he has folks. one room that has all of his diplomas and his doctorate like huge the size of plasma screens all over the room and i've then never he has... seen a diploma that blown up that big never. no and then he has all those colonel uh, all those different <clears throat> states colonels uh thing hey yeah. we're out of time for the radio show uh show the uh the movie was called samaritan and it was horrible <laughs> sylvester stallone don't watch it see you next time everybody <laughs> adios <laughs> there, there was no way in hell we I was going to let you talk about it. Once we once we got down the road, it's like ah, nope, not not even thinking about letting you come back. I'm still recording, by the way, too. Yo, oh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I figured this was for our Patreon people. Yeah. You can get you can be in on the joke. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after it was like, I looked down and I was like, oh, we've been doing this bit for like 30 minutes now. I thought, well, I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, when you said we got three minutes left, I kind of thought that was the cue to like, yeah, just keep going. Keep going on this. Let's get the... Uh, you can, you, we've got three more minutes in us. We can do it. Yeah, let's get the stand up out of the way. And then whatever time is left. <laughs> Oh man! I have my TV all queued up to do. I have the like every uh, movie uh, that Stallone's ever done queued up on my television here to go through. Oh man, that was too much. Yeah, don't watch uh, the Samaritan. It's a Amazon original movie. Oh my god, it was so so bad. I, I don't even know if it was. Uh, it's been How too long. How bad was it? It's been, it's been too long <laughs> since I watched it that I could that I could tell you about it. It's. Uh, it, I mean, it might be worth watching just because it's that bad. Was it and, his uh, take on the on the saint? Uh, no, <laughs> no. He is the Samaritan. Is a uh, was a young boy who's. There were two brothers. They tell you all of this uh, over the credits. There were two brothers who uh, were born with miraculous powers. They were superheroes. One was evil and one was good. <laughs> they battled until the two brothers died in an explosion. But this little boy thinks that maybe the good guy, the Samaritan, is still out there. And then, of course, it's his uh, next-door neighbor, Sylvester Stallone. He sees him do some stuff, and he's like, you're the, you're the Samaritan. You're just old now, and... Blah 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 blah, and uh, uh, Pacey from uh, from Dawson's Creek is the bad guy, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he wears the same jacket as Bane. And at one point, he puts on a mask and gets up on the top of a car and addresses the city and tells them that he, they're gonna he's gonna bring power back to the people. And I was like, did no one 
check that this is basically right out of Dark Knight. Like, this is Bane's <laughs> speech. Like, he's got Bane's jacket on, he's got a mask on, and he's giving a speech about power to the people. It was really something else. And, and twist, surprise, surprise, uh, Stallone... Oh, it was not the Samaritan. He was the bad guy. No, 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 no. But has he oh. redeemed himself by helping this kid? I don't didn't care enough to finish the last yeah, ten minutes. <laughs> you know. So did Stallone write it? No, I just produced it and starred in it. I, I, I don't know. It was it was so bad. I don't know how it happened or how it got how it got made. But. Uh, it was something else. Um, ooh, boy, oh, boy. Stallone kind of reminds me of, like, you know, the modern-day equivalent of Stallone would be the guy in his bedroom with a synth pad and a guitar <laughs> and an interface and cakewalk, and, you yeah. know, he's putting out albums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's his Rambos for sure. Uh, but, no, this is, I don't know, this is some... Amazon original. I I could not imagine it going to the theater. It would have gotten eviscerated if it would have went to the theater. Uh, I still love Train do at the. I do not know. How did Bullet Train do at the theaters? I haven't. I mean, it. It. I want to see it. I haven't gone to see it. Yeah. uh, You know, it was. It was hyped for a long time. They obviously put some money into advertising it, but I haven't heard a thing about it since it came out. I've heard not good things about it so i don't know how it did i've heard you know it's okay but don't don't expect too much essentially Um, yeah so i don't know i I really don't know Uh, i don't know it's been a while since i've seen brad pitt walking around looking cool eating stuff (laughs) that's true (laughs) it's very true oh shoot well um i'm gonna get back to my weird uh artistic um limbo and uh dear listeners uh and uh yeah i hope y'all have a good week but uh we're gonna get out of here thanks for listening everybody (laughs) adios